You're listening to Kickin' the Panties, your weekly motivational podcast to help you get unstuck, recommitted, or newly engaged in a life worth living. I'm Carol, your self-love and dating coach. And I'm Becca, entrepreneur and mother of three. Are you ready for a swift Kickin' the Panties? Season three, Kickin' the Panties. Season three's here. Back up in your ear holes. (laughs) I feel like we're the Wu-Tang Clan just now. <laughs> Court's been listening to a lot of Wu Tang Clan, so it's all, it's top of mind. <laughs> Has he? That's cool. Yeah. I have to say, I wasn't obviously not planning to say this, but we just spent a little time with Emil's um, cousin's kids, and one of them is a 13 year old from New York who's like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's into hip hop, I guess. And uh, he was like, "You liked a baby?" I was like, "Yeah, I liked a baby. I like." Megan the Stallion. I, I was like, I kind of listen to new stuff, but I listen to a lot of classic stuff. You listen to classic stuff? He was like, Oh yeah, I've been listening to that classic stuff from 2019. <laughs> no, 2020. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, that's no that's classics were think. made in 2020. I guarantee you. <laughs> I was like, You might like Far Side. He was like, What? I was like, Yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh man, if 2020 any songs that came out in 2020 become a classic, I'm gonna have to retire. I know, right? Well, hey, we're old heads now. You just have to accept it. We're old heads, and you know what we need? Clarity. I agree. And you know what we have? (laughs) Wisdom. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Okay, so jumping right into this this new season, today we're just really going to be kind of outlining what we're talking about, and we're going to give you some tools to get ready to participate in the new season. So what this is all about And we've said it a little bit before, but we're just going to start totally fresh. Like you never heard anything about it before. We're doing a season on goal setting. So what we're going to do with you through this season is we're going to talk to you about how to make a big goal, how to chunk it out into smaller pieces, and then how to actually tackle and achieve each little piece. So by the time you finish listening to this eight weeks from now, you should have effectively achieved something and then we'll be all giving ourselves a virtual pat on the back and Mm -hmm. saying that was awesome I feel so much better because I actually got something done and I moved toward my my new self my new life the goal the life I want to lead and Mm -hmm. then you'll be able to to do it again and again and again and I think like as we talked about what kicking the panties was really about and what we love about working together and what we're always striving to do it really just boiled down to this like we want to help you guys identify a goal and then go through the the steps of you know figuring out the obstacles getting the supporting people around you that need it to happen examining your habits and then making it consistent and doing your maintenance and then you know just figuring out how to parlay each little goal into bigger and bigger and bigger goals until you really are having the life you want that was beautifully said becca was it inspired thanks (laughs) awesome that's great so why is learning this important? Like, why do we even want to do this? Can you talk for a second on why you think a course like this would be helpful and who we're trying to reach? Well, I think that a lot of times, you know, we have an idea of what we want, or sometimes we don't even have an idea of what we want. We just feel like our life is missing something. And this first episode, this episode right now that you're listening to right here, right now, <laughs> is all about clarity and finding out what it is that you want to do with your life. Because a lot of times we get stuck in the day-to-day and we don't really take a hard look and ask those questions like, who are you? What do you want out of life and why? 
These are the most important questions we can ask ourselves, yet we hardly ever stop to think about them. Like, when's the last time you really thought about those questions? And when you go through life never asking those simple questions, um, whose answers could have like really a profound effect on your future, like I said, you settle into like a, you can start going through the motions and kind of get bored in life and you start feeling like you, you know, you're not really alive and you start, if you wait too long, you might get into a midlife crisis or a quarter life crisis and do something crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Or you're just just feeling like you're not challenged, you know, your your life is unsatisfying for some reason. You, you know, you wake up and you don't feel like a zest to move forward. And I think with COVID, we've all felt that, right? Like every time I see a a friend or that I haven't seen in a while or talk to someone on the phone, they're saying to me, oh, I'm just getting my shit together. I'm, I'm really focused on like what I want to do next. Like this has kind of been a hard reset for so many people. And so it feels like a really good time to offer, you know, some input onto, onto how, you know, how to move forward. Right. And studies show that the more clarity we have about who we are and where we're going, the more self-confident and happy we are. Because when you have a clear direction and a clear purpose in life, it gives you that power of forward momentum. You don't feel like stuck. Like how many times do we say to ourselves like, oh, I just feel stuck or I feel lost or, you know, those feelings of just like, blah, like, what am I doing? What am I doing here? (laughs) And When you don't know where you want to go in life, just like if you don't know what you want for dinner, you end up settling because you can't make up your mind. Or even worse, someone else just chooses for you. Right. And we have all had that. Like you get swooped up into like a relationship or swooped up into a job and you feel like you've completely lost yourself in like a job or a relationship or something outside of yourself. Uh, and when you don't have any direction, it's really easy to get swayed by these outside forces and kind of let life like take you places that you don't want to go. Yes. And and I do think there is a difference. So like I I've been criticized in the past and I I think there there is some truth to this that like I I'm always like what's my next move? What's my next move? As soon as I achieve something, I'm on to the next thing. Like, okay, well I did that. And what else am I going to do now? And it can be like like that can really take you out of the moment. And I do think mm-hmm. something that we've preached before and is really important is doing your best to stay present and to to be, you know, to be in your surroundings and not always be living in the future or the past. Like that is right. something that we all should be working on. However, I do think if you're not looking forward, like you're saying, and you're, you're trying, if you're not looking for where you can go and where you should go or how you can grow, like you really aren't just that you really aren't growing. You're not changing. Right. You're not becoming different. You're not using your, you know, your capacity. Like you're just staying the same, staying stagnant, not moving. So there's like a way I think to move forward with gratitude for where you've been and what you have been doing, but to mm-hmm. also say like, how can I level up? You know, what, right. what can I, what can I bring to the table this year, this month? You know, how can I improve? Um, because otherwise, un- I mean, unless you're just completely satisfied, but I don't think you are because you wouldn't be listening to this if you were, right? And I honestly don't think anyone, no matter where you are in life, is completely satisfied if they're not growing. Because I really think that the purpose in life is to keep growing and keep expanding and keep experiencing more and new and different things. And I think even if you are someone who is successful or has a comfortable life, actually, I think the more comfortable you are, sometimes that could be uh, the more complacent you are and like the 
the least you're focused on growth, you just kind of get this feeling of like not being alive, even if you are like living very comfortably or have the job right. you like or whatever it is. If you're not moving forward and in, in some sort of direction and growing in some sort of direction, I think you are just going to get bored because that's what life is for. You're supposed to be experiencing these new things and and, you know, changing the person you are. Using it's all yourself, about growth, right? Like yeah. using your using your skills, using your talents, like being a part of the world and and giving back what you have to offer, right? Right. So clarity is really important because like we were saying, you can get wrapped up in, you know, either always focusing on what's next, or you could just be complacent and too comfortable. Or you could just, you know, be going through the motions in life. But when you do have clarity about what it is you want out of life and where you want your life to go, who you want to be, you know, next year or in the next two years, um, when you have clarity around those things, then this is where the goals come in. You can get really focused about what you should be doing day to day to move you towards that person that you want to become or towards um, these things that you want out of life, right? Totally. And what I think is is interesting, and I don't know, you know, we always try to like figure out what is the the age of our like standard listener, right? And mm-hmm. I, I, I would think that it's someone a little younger than us, but I don't really know. We're in our mid thirties. And so for us, like, I think what's cruel about once you get to this point in life is that you have a lot of clarity and confidence and you have that clarity and confidence that you really needed 10 years ago but (laughs) now you're like all tied up and you can't necessarily start over you know and a lot of times in our in our 20s when we have all these ripe opportunities and we don't necessarily have kids um or you 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 did have a kid in your 20s but yeah (laughs) you know you know what I'm trying to say um but you know fear conquers your life and can can impact your to-do list and your bucket list. Like you just, you kind of see what you want to do and you kind of know what you want to do, but you're just too afraid to do anything. And then Mm -hmm. by the time you're our age, it's the opposite. You see exactly what you want to do and you're not afraid anymore and you're ready to tackle it, but you lack the, the time and the, just, uh, the resources that you, well, you lack the the time that you had before, you know, because yeah. you're all wrapped up in a full-time job or a family life or a partnership or you have a house, you know, all these things that you didn't realize were coming for you um, back when you could just sort of like see the whole world as an, as an open environment. But I think all those things actually do make people scared. You know what I mean? Like, I think you're, you're still scared in your thirties, even because you have all these things. It's like you right. have these things that you could lose yeah. If you do do something different. So it's like in your 20s where you might not have as much to lose, you don't have a career to lose or a husband right. to lose or what, you know, anything that, you know, is used, you're like, you know, entrenched in. Um, but when you're in your 30s, it's like, oh, like if I start this new thing, I'm going to lose maybe the career that I started or yeah, my relationship higher, right? is going to change. I'm not going to have as much time with my family. So yeah, the stakes are higher. So I think that does bring even more fear around it. But I think, you know, whatever the fear is, if it's in your 20s and you're not confident enough to go for it, or if you're in your 30s and you're scared that you're going to shake your life up too much, we have to get past those fears and really just get real about what we want in life. Because even if you're in your 30s and you're in this career that you might not love and you're, you don't want to shake up your relationship too much or your stable home, Right. I mean, if you go, if you keep going down that path of just like settling and not being fully happy, that's the scariest thing of all, really. <laughs> 
Yeah, it really is. And I think like for speaking totally just from my own experience, like I feel that, you know, I really feel and still feel connected and informed by those times that I was so afraid. And so I am like now, like, you know, I'm gung ho, like I'm not going to be afraid anymore. And I guess I'm saying that I still am afraid in a lot of ways, but I just yeah. have this resolve to say like, fuck that. I'm not going to be afraid to go after these things that I want. I'm not going to be afraid to become who I'd like to be because I've learned over the years how dissatisfying that is. When you wake up after five years and you're like, I still haven't done this thing because of my fear. Like it's just, you know, eventually you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm not going to be afraid today. I'm not going to be afraid this year. And the reason I bring that up is just to say like, to empower all of you guys to go on this journey with us and to kick fear in its little booty butt and kick fears and fear in the panties <laughs> kick fear right in the panties yeah how did I not get that one okay so let me ask you this then of course there's a big question here how do you get this clarity that we speak of like how how can we advise our listeners on how to take a couple steps to find out what big goal they would want to set to work on us with this season and how like what are the first things we're going to do what are we going to do this week to get to next week well I think that we have to start by really um, getting quiet and introspective about what makes you happy. Because we have so many things in society telling us what we should want. We have our parents, society at large, Instagram. We have all these things like you should want this. You should want to be a vegan. You should want to, you know, have a master's degree. You should want to have a Bentley, like all these things that you're, yeah, everything that you should want. And a lot of times it gets us confused on what it is that we really want. So um, through this process, me and Becca have been doing some exercises and some inner work to try to distill down what it it is that we really want out of life. So we could kind of um, impart that to you guys. And One of the best things that we discovered, in my opinion, is something called The Passion Test. It's a book by Chris Atwood and Janet Bray Atwood. And it goes through this exercise where you list like 15 to 20 passions, which are things that you would like to do, be, or have. And you narrow that down into five, like your top five passions. And what I really learned reading that book is that, you know, a lot of people are always like, oh, what is my purpose? And that's like such a huge question to think of. Like, what is my purpose? It's hard to even come up with an answer for that because it's like a purpose just sounds so, I don't know, like <laughs> so yeah. serious. Like, I don't know, what is my purpose? Um, but Like if you don't find it, you're, you're just like a useful piece of garbage. Right, exactly. <laughs> Um, useless did I say useful piece of garbage well (laughs) even if you're a piece of garbage you can be useful (laughs) that's why we have recycling (laughs) sorry go ahead but they um, they liken your purpose to passions and I think passions are a lot easier to wrap your mind around like things that you really love to do it's way easier to think of like the things that you love to do or, you know, they put it in terms, what would you love to do? Who would you love to be? And what would you love to have? And right. those things are a lot easier to wrap your mind around than it is like just asking yourself, what is my purpose? Hmm. What, right. what yes. is my purpose? Yes. Um, so passions, 
could be, you know, passions are things that really light you up from the inside, not things that just kind of uh, that you like. I could say, oh, I like watching TV, but that's not a passion because after watching TV, I feel more drained and less energetic, whereas a real passion would make you feel more energetic and more alive like this podcast. That's that's a passion that makes me feel alive and um, or, you know, my YouTube or anytime I'm I'm giving advice or talking about self-love, especially with women, um, that's something that really lights me up. So I really love that um, that passion test because it, it helps you really get clear on what it is you like to do and it kind of translates into your purpose because your purpose is to be happy and to do what you love to do. Yes. I really love that too. And we are going to share our results from that um, just in a minute here. But there were a couple other things that I thought might be useful too, things we've done before. So in a a past episode, we looked at the Myers-Briggs test and that was really useful to me. And I recommend people do it if you haven't. And it's basically like, a long set of questions and you can go online and you can Google Myers-Briggs or you can go to 16personalities.com and you can fill out this huge questionnaire that'll help you. And at the end, it tells you like what type of person you are. Are you an introvert? Are you, you know, creative, whatever it is. And then, um, and then it has a lot of recommendations for you. And this is helpful, I think, especially if you're looking to make some kind of like career shift, Mm -hmm. um, these this is specifically oriented toward finding out like what to do and how to live your life in a way that's going to jive with your specific personality right um so i really like that and and there's another book too that's called um that i've liked that called do what you are and this is the same thing it gives you like the myers-briggs formula and then um it kind of will then take that take your answers and relate it directly to different fields of work that you might be really well suited for. So, you know, if a lot of your, your answers are coming back that you're an introvert or, you know, these kinds of things, it might recommend that you would like working a job that where you're solo a lot of the time. But obviously if you're an extrovert that really loves to perform or whatever, you might like a job as a theater teacher, you know? So I think like that, um, if you're really struggling to find out who you are and asking that question of like, what do I even like? Like I've just been going through the motions all this time and I don't even know what I like. Like that's a really good place to yeah, start yeah I think I think especially um just thinking about things that could expand your life a little more like even if you're not ready to change your career even if you're not satisfied with your career but you're like scared and you don't know what to do, what to do and you want to make a change just starting small like with the passion test or what Becca mentioned you can you can just start adding these little things to your life like if you've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar you can like start taking guitar lessons you don't have to you know be a pro (laughs) immediately or quit your job and try to join someone's band but you could like start just taking guitar lessons or even (laughs) i was gonna say buy guitar hero does that even even (laughs) exist anymore (laughs) i think i think it does i don't really know but i i think Yes. I think I'm really but aging myself that. with that one. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. But but the point is that like once you understand a little bit more about who you are and why you are the way you are, then you can figure out what's missing in your day-to-day life and right. maybe why you don't feel so fulfilled, right? Exactly. Um 
And then I think one other thing I would just mention as a, as a tool to sort of use this first week is to, to really think about sitting quietly. And we've, you know, again, we've gone through this in season one, a bunch of Mm -hmm. different times, but like unplug, get away from your phone, turn off the TV, don't have any podcasts going. Like if you just could, you know, every day this week in the effort of trying to understand yourself a little better, sit with yourself for 15 minutes and just see what's coming up for you. Think about who you want to be. Think about your ideal day, a day in the life that of a day in your life that would be like the best day ever. What are you doing? Where are you going? Who are you with? How are you feeling? Are you, you know, doing outdoorsy things? Are you with friends? Are Mm -hmm. you just mellowing out in, you know, in a really long, wonderful bath? You know, are you reading books? Like just really like meditate, truly meditate on your existence and figure out what you want. That's such good advice because I think so much um, of our life is spent trying to, we have that void there that we're not um, doing what we really want to be doing or we're feeling kind of stagnant um, and not really satisfied with life. We kind of have a void inside of us where we're not really... um, where we're not being fulfilled. And when you have that void, we tend to fill it with like the worst things like drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and toxic friends. And we, you know, we fill our time with all this nonsense when it's really like the thing that's nagging us is that we're just not fulfilled as an individual. But we try to like bring in all these other things to fill this void that really leaves us even more unsatisfied. So I think that sitting with yourself and being quiet and not turning on the TV and not distracting yourself, not calling your ex, not calling your friends to go out for a drink, just like sitting alone quietly and really think about those uncomfortable things that come up because it is uncomfortable when Mm. you're when you're trying to take a hard look at your life and you're not happy 100% where you are, it can be uncomfortable to just like sit quietly and like think Absolutely. about what it is that's that's missing. But But you have the answer. Like I firmly believe yeah, that absolutely. you you are the one who has the answer, right? So and this is like a tenant of therapy and in like even more woo-woo, mm-hmm. like tarot card readers. When you go see a tarot card <laughs> reader, really what they're doing is like they're suggesting things. They're suggesting things that that cause emotional responses. And Mm -hmm. then they are like empathetic people who are paying attention to your response. And then you are telling them the answer. Like at the end of the day, they don't tell you anything. You tell them everything. You tell them where you've been. You tell them where you want to go. Like you, you don't know you're telling them that. And you don't, so many people are disconnected from themselves to the point that they don't even realize that they have their own answers. They just sit there going, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Let me watch some more TV. And really, right. they they could tell themselves what they want to do if they were just willing to listen to the to the inner voice that they have. And so, I think the reason you want to watch TV is because you know the thing that you want to do is a little scary. Is a little thing. Mm-hmm. Is something that might make you a little uncomfortable. Like, yeah, I really want to do that, but I don't think I can. So let me just turn on some Netflix and forget about it for five years, and then wake up miserable. We don't want you to do right. that. <laughs> me and Becca are here. <laughs> Let me just pop on this Netflix for the next five years. (laughs) Just see what happens. Yeah, that's not going to go well for you. I don't recommend it. Okay, so, so, okay, so one, one little thing I just wanted to add on that is there's a lot of really great meditation apps that you can use on your phone, Calm, Headspace. These are all like they have free applications and stuff. So if you're not used to sitting quietly, you can pop one of those on. They give you some prompts. Mm -hmm. They give you some little music. And really like people think that when they're meditating, they don't, like they're not supposed to have any thoughts and Sure, like you you could work toward achieving, 
you know, less of this just like running right. monotonous talking in your brain. Like we, sh- it's, if you start listening, like if you really start paying attention to that, you're like, wow, that thing is going all day long. Right. And what is it even talking about? And why right. is it telling me these things? Like yeah. shut up. But I do think if you're sitting there meditating and the thoughts are coming up and you could just, you really use that. Like what is, what keeps coming up for you when mm-hmm. you're meditating on this question? And like your answer is definitely there. So what we want y'all to do is this week is to do this passion test we were talking about. So we're going to describe it a little more and then we're going to share the results we got. And so the the important thing to remember when Carolyn first told me about this, um, I, I made a mistake and I listed just goals. I'm a very goal oriented person. So I was like, right. oh, 10 goals. Got it. And I yeah. just wrote them all down. <laughs> but I did not ask myself the right question. So remind us, what, what are we supposed to be asking ourselves before we're writing out the goals? So you want to use the prompt, I am happiest when I'm. So your answer should be like, if, if, if cooking is one of the things, like instead of writing, a goal would be cook for my family every, every day. Right. That's a goal. But a passion would be cooking for the people that I love. And that well, would be I am pa- happiest when I'm I, cooking for, for the, the people, people that I love. love. Exactly. So, yes. or so even more specific, like I'm happiest when I'm cooking Indian food. Right. Yeah. So, it's, so you really want to get to the things that are that are action oriented and not just like okay, these are these are the goals. And you want to do 15 to 20 because this will really like help you expand what it is because the first like five are easy and then as you get to the end of the list you start thinking of other things and sometimes those things that you just think of like at the end end up being in your top five things so right so now how do you order them in from one to five so you make your list of 15 to 20 passions and then and these are things that you want to do be or have so even if it's like i'm happiest when i'm earning a million dollars even if you've never earned a million dollars, but you know that the kind of life you want to live, if you want to be traveling every year and have a beach house and drive a Maserati, then you need to be happiest when you're earning a million dollars. Right. So, <laughs> so um, even if it's something like that, that can be something that you're passionate about. And so you want to do that, things that you want to do, be or have. Or, you know, it could be like, I'm happiest when I'm wearing designer clothing or something like that like even if it's something like that people are you know there's some people who are really passionate about designer clothing and some people who could care less so just be true to you write those top 15 to 20 things and then you want to whittle it down to the top five things but the way you want to do it is you want to go to your number one thing say your number one thing is uh cooking for your family and say your number two thing is wearing Uh, designer clothing you want to say do I want to cook for my family more than I want to wear designer clothing if yes then you move you want to compare number one then to number three and keep going down your list until your number one gets knocked off so say it's like number one cooking for the family okay I want to do that more than I want to wear designer clothing so let's see number three number three is earning millions of dollars well I want to earn millions of dollars more than I want to cook for my family so now your number three becomes your number one and then you take number three and you compare it down a list and down a list and you do that until you have your number one thing your number two thing all the way into your top five things Yeah. And I thought this was really interesting. So like I, I, and you know, one of my original ones, um, 
And now we're just like, I mean, being a millionaire, right? Like, that's just I know. such a, okay, whatever. But this is your list and you get to choose it. And I think I was influenced because you had being a millionaire on your list that I was like, all right, I'm going to put on my list. Yeah. Being a millionaire who doesn't waste money and helps others. That was one of the things that I, I thought would make, you know, it would be great if that could happen. I'm not super optimistic about it at this point in I, my life. But you know, I hey. love how you had to like be like, oh, I want to be a millionaire, but I, I am going to use the money wisely universe yes. god well whoever I is listening be, well it wouldn't make me that's the thing though this is what we're talking it about it yeah, would it not make you happy. me personally it would not make me happy to be a millionaire that just was throwing money or flushing money down the toilet like that yeah. would never make me it doesn't go with my ethics it's just not that would not make me happy that could make someone happy but it would not make me happy man like i want to be say, the type of millionaire that i'm lighting the hundred dollar bill to light my cigar <laughs> no, at you night. Would. it's like no <laughs> Whatever, you know, that's why we're two sides of a coin here, okay? Anyway, but I was going to say that as I compared it to other things, it just kept falling lower and lower and lower on my list. Right. And honestly, it's like it's next to the lowest thing. I, I just, I guess I don't really care about being a millionaire. At the yeah. end of the day, like I put it on there and I was thinking like, yeah, I definitely care about being and having money. And then like every other thing I put when I compared it to being a millionaire, I was like, no, I actually care about, you know, doing all these other things more than actually having the money. So that really showed me that at the end of the day, my goals shouldn't be like, I could never, and I'm not, I could never be a financial analyst working in a cube in Manhattan, making as Hell much no. money as I possibly could, because mm -hmm. I have to enjoy my life. I have to be able to get outside. I have to, I can't stare at a computer screen all day. There's no way I could do that and be a, a person that like, is in enjoying themselves in this very, very short existence that we have. So that's why it's it's low on on the bottom of my list, you know? Yeah, and that same thing happened to me. I think I think I had like uh I think wearing designer clothing was one of mine. And like I'm always like whenever I'm on Instagram and I'm always looking at girls with like their little Chanel bags and their mm -hmm. red bottles and I'm like, I can't wait to walk in Neiman Marcus and just go on a shopping spree and uh -huh. I wanna do that. And I thought that would be really important to me because like clothes are important to me, style is important to me, um, but I realized it was like I thought that would easily be in my top five, and it was not. And I think when you, it's really important to go through the process like that and compare the number one to number two, three, four, five, and going down the list. Because right. if you just look at your list of fifteen to twenty and you just pick your top five out of there, it is not going to be. Even I think you should do this. Pick your top five and then go do it the right way and like compare number one to number two and like do it that way. And you'll see that it is two completely different lists from what you are used to. And yeah, and I think like one thing that I that I really noticed too. So I just so I think I'll just share this. So now so I'll, I'll share my top five and then you can share your top five. But mm -hmm. so my number one thing every single time was helping my kids achieve their wildest dreams. And I'm not like trying to win a parenting award or anything, yeah, but I didn't, know, <laughs> I didn't even know, I didn't even know that I really would love being a parent and a mom as much as I love it. I, in fact, when I got pregnant the first time, I was super concerned that I would not be a good parent. And I was just, you know, I thought I was too selfish and I didn't really like, I just didn't know how I was going to be. Well, the fact that I you were even kids. thinking about that says a lot because I didn't think about that at all. <laughs> 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 but that's okay you know it doesn't you don't have like it doesn't have to be like it's not a comparison you know but yeah. every time I put helping my kids achieve their wildest dreams next to anything that I was trying to do myself it it just 
seems more important to me, you know? And so it's not like I'm totally backburnering what I want to do, but my number one thing that makes me happy in my life is my children. And there's just no getting around that. And that's the truth for me. That's yeah, not true for everybody. And I'm like, you know, that was kids, true for me. Them kids can figure out their own goddamn dreams. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I had to do it on my own. They have to do it on their own. No, but you know, like, but that's, that, that was interesting. And it made me feel good because, and then my second one was, I'm happiest when I'm having a fun and successful marriage. Like when I really think about my life and when it feels the best, it's when my partnership is going really well. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm, when, when my, when we're tuned into each other, when we're caring about each other and caring for each other, when we have enough time for romantic nights together so that we can talk and connect and make eye contact and, you know, who knows, go to bed together. Like well, earmuffs, Paul. Great. If you're listening, exactly. Earmuffs. Exactly. But you know what I mean? Like, like, and so when I really felt like, because these other things I want to do, yes, I want to do them. And yes, they are important. But if, if I'm not having a great relationship with my family and with my husband, then it doesn't matter if I get all day long to work on a creative project. If I get out of doing that and he's upset and the kids are upset and nothing's going right and everything's a mess, then I don't, I truly do not enjoy my life. I'm truly not happy. So those were my top two. And I was like feeling pretty good because I, I am working on those and I, I don't feel like I have any big goals to set around that. Those are things I already prioritize. Mm-hmm. But then my next three, I think, you know, have have room for goal setting. So number three was learning to play the piano, which is a lifelong goal of mine that I just I don't it's it's fear it's like fear of inadequacy like I have all of this and we'll get into this in the next you know few episodes but I just have a lot of weird baggage around playing music and what it means to be a musician and that I'm not good enough and all this stuff and that has really kept me from doing this very simple task of learning how to play the piano it's like not that hard honestly so that's number three number four for me was um, I'm happiest when I'm living a a fitness and health lifestyle that I can maintain for wellness and hotness. And basically what I mean by that (laughs) is like when I have like a balance though, like I'm not happy when I'm, when I'm starving myself, I'm not happy when I'm like, like when I have working out hanging over my head as like a to-do list, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm happy when, when I look good and feel good and I feel like I look, look, you know, look good in my clothes and I can wear my clothes, but also that I am, not like a slave to some process that I don't enjoy. So yeah, I, I really haven't figured out what that looks like, but I, I would like to. And then my number five was getting paid for podcasting and or blogging. And so that just like you, this is my happy place. I love sharing my experience with everyone. I love being here. I love talking with you. I love our friendship. And so it would be awesome if someday we could get paid to do this. We will. I think so. So my, um, my little top five has nothing to do with any kids or family or any of that. <laughs> but I think, you know what, I think it's because my whole life right now is just completely focused on kids and Paul and like, I'm like the little helper with them. And yeah. like now I'm starting to like pull away and start my own like life. I feel like I'm already so wrapped up in them that I'm like, that is like the furthest thing that I want to put on my list. Like well, they'll be all and right. You don't have to have it. Like maybe in three years it would be on there. Yeah, you know, like exactly. it, it doesn't, these things are not, you know, they're not um, set in stone. Fixed. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And even in the book, it, it, this passion test book, it says that you should do this like every six months. Cause that's how often these things could change. Like the things that you, right. that are making you happy or that you want to focus on. Um, 
those things are always changing. So, so my number one is entertaining and teaching self-love, which is why I think I was so unhappy when I wasn't doing my YouTube. And now yeah. that I am doing it again, I am so much happier. Um, and I feel a lot more fulfilled because I really do like being on camera and being silly and, but also like having a message of self-love and those, that's the thing that I struggle with. So that's the thing that I like to talk about the most and the things that like the things that I feel like I've overcome. Like I really like sharing those things. Um, so that's my number one. Number well, and it seems like you like the editing part too. Like you're such oh, yeah. a good, funny editor. Yeah, I love. You know, I do the, love like editing. the humor that you can get through the editing is is really good. I always love watching that and experiencing it. It's really, it's seriously, it's very good. And it's it's funny you say that because that's one thing that I that I'm really interested in, and I'm always like, should I get, should I like try to get with like a student editor that really knows how to edit really good, like someone who could teach me, like some sort of class or something. Yeah. That I could go to to like learn more about editing because that part is almost not almost more. No, to me, that is the the most fun part is to edit to me. Um, the filming of it, it can be a little. Anywho, we're off topic now, but editing. Yeah, but, but no, I, but I do I, like that. I, I, I agree <laughs> with you. I, I see that this is your number one and it totally makes sense. Um, so number two is creating beautiful events, which was something that was not even like that was probably number like 18 or something like way low Mm -hmm. on the list when I was doing my long list and it's something that I would have never ever thought would be in my top five and it ended up being number two and I haven't really created many events (laughs) but it's something that I always want to do you can come and uh intern for me I'll yeah really (laughs) show you But it's something that I like whenever I think about like workshops that I want to have, if like when I can do it on my own, I don't have to like do it at someone else's place when I can like set up my own kind of spaces. Like I have so many ideas of how I want it to look and how I want people to feel when they walk in and all this kind of stuff. And having that as my number two, it really made me push more forward into like doing workshops. I have another workshop coming in and like coming in like a week that I'm doing. That's great. So it really is like pushing me more into that direction. Um, number three is owning a beautiful home and car. And that's probably because my car is really shitty right now. And we, even though we have a really nice house, I really want it to be decorated differently. Yeah. Like I want it if, yeah, I'll, we can. <laughs> <laughs> I can vouch. Your car is busted. You definitely need to get a new yeah, car. Yeah, my car is busted. <laughs> okay next um number four is performing and speaking in front of an audience and i think that also goes with entertaining um Mm -hmm. i kind of just like uh, i I don't know this sounds shallow or something but i like all eyes on me like i like to be the center of attention and i like to be like the uh i don't know like the host or whatever like i really enjoy that kind of thing and um when I do like the workshops and stuff, like I really enjoy being like, hey, like I'm this is this is me. These are my thoughts. Listen to them. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I like that, too. Um, so that's my number four. And then my number five was earning millions of dollars. And then hopefully my number five will help me with my number three of getting a better car. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you don't even have to do millions. You can just, you yeah, know, right. a couple, geez, a, a couple, couple of tens of thousands would be great thousands, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, a couple of tens of thousands are on the way to millions. So 
Yeah. And I thought that was funny too. Like at the end of all this, like my, like running the company that I've worked so hard for and that I run every day and like bust my ass to make successful was like way down the list. I was like, Whoa, maybe I need to look at my priorities here. Like what am I doing? (laughs) But that's like the kind of thing that, you know, we want our listeners to do is kind of like if you're right, if you're kind of wrapped up in something that you're not loving, Try to figure out a way to inject more things that you love into your daily activities or make a complete pivot and like go a complete different direction. And I think that's what 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 getting clarity is all about is really being clear on what is going to make you happiest. Like if you work at a job that you don't like, don't you don't want to make a goal to to just keep, you know, getting promoted in that job when you hate it and like you cry every day when you wake up and you think about right. all the ways you can call out today. Your goal your goal shouldn't be to get further entrenched in that job. Like you should try to right. think of some other things um, that would make you more happy, you know? There's totally. like a quote that's like you don't want to lean your ladder against the wrong building or something like you want to climb the ladder but you don't want to climb the ladder on the wrong building or some shit like that yeah especially if like the top floor of that building is on fire yeah (laughs) (laughs) in that case you might want to jump dig a hole i don't know anyway uh okay so that's great so i think that was both like we said really informative for us and i think it would be informative for y'all and so any of those things you want to do would be great all the things we mentioned meditating on your issue sitting quietly with yourself taking a myers-briggs test or something like that a personality test finding Mm -hmm. out more about yourself but this is the homework to do this exercise to write down i am happiest when i am 20 things And then to go through those things and say, I am happier when I'm this or I'm happier when I'm that. Mm -hmm. And then move whatever the answer is up. I'm happier when I'm this. I'm happier when I'm that. And then move whatever the answer is up until you have five solid things. And then look at those five things. And we want you to pick one of them to work on now. And so next week when we come back, we're going to tell you how to take that, you know, if it's whatever, uh, writing creatively. So that's what you're bringing to next week. If that becomes your the thing you want to work on, we're going to talk about how to take that little statement, writing creatively. I'm happiest when I'm writing creatively. And we're going to talk about how to turn that into an actual achievable goal that we're going to work on over the course of this, this season. I'm so excited because, guys, this is going to make you feel so good. It really is really good when you kind of narrow down like these things that make you happy and things you want to focus on. And then from those things like, okay, what is like a goal that I can actually do right now? And I can see a little progress every day. Like that kind of stuff is just like really is life changing kind of stuff, especially if you're feeling kind of like, like kind of ho-hum. Shifting shifting your perspective, bringing a little of that, you know, whatever it is that you love to do into your daily existence. Like it can't hurt. Right. Can't hurt. Can't. Mm -hmm. Can't. Definitely can't. Okay. Well, for this week, this has been Carolyn and Becca saying, what are you going to do this week? Kicking the panties. Get some clarity, girl. Put on your clarity glasses because you're going to see. You're going to see today.